I'm your host, Carrie Arata, Akashic Records reader, psychic sleuth, and spiritual guide. And this is the Infinite Dance, the Akashic Podcast. I have decided to stick with love. Hate is too great a burden to bear. As the quote by the great Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. I'm recording on the day that we observe his greatness. Again, he is ascended master status for all the good he did while in a human body. I hope you are observing him on this day and all days, his work that has been beyond beneficial for us as a collective. And here we are. Happy New Year. It is 2023. Oh my goodness. And I am really embracing moving into this new year with ease. Because we are about two weeks in to the new year. And I'm doing your Akashic messages for January. And I'll get to that ease a little bit more in a couple of moments. Let's get into the numerology of 2023. So if we take the 2023 and we add all the numbers together, we get a seven. So it's considered a seven here. In an Akashic work, the seventh dimension is the dimension of life and death. So what are we releasing so we can birth something new? This is not an easy process. So we are going to be receiving a lot of assistance. Even though it's amazing and wonderful, we definitely will need some assistance from our spirit guides, archangels, ascended masters. I think it's pretty fitting that I'm doing this on the day that we do celebrate Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Because this year is definitely a year about revolutionizing thoughts, ideas, the collective consciousness. It's it's just so all-encompassing. It's not just like one little bit. And it's absolute. And you'll know it. You'll start to see it in your various interactions at work with the general public with your close relations so the archangel that's coming in this year to help us out is archangel raphael raphael is the healer archangel his name means god heals raphael will help with all the it's going to be hard stuff. So there's going to be a lot of healing because you're going to realize things, right? You, we, we are going to all realize certain things. So we're going to have to greet them, process them, and then move through them. And we all know that's a huge process. So having this extra help is absolutely amazing. Archangel Raphael helps with addictions and cravings. 
eliminating them and reducing. Clairvoyance, this is so good, we need this. We need to all touch into that other sense because it's all around us and the light codes and the light body feeling is coming in fast. It's coming in at a high vibration rate. He assists with eyesight, again, physical and spiritual, healers, guidance, healing for humans and animals, of course, because God heals, retrieving lost pets, space clearing, spirit releasement, travelers relating to protection, orderliness, and harmony. So I'm getting this bit of Archangel Raphael information from the Archangels and Ascended Masters book by Doreen Virtue. That's a good one to access. So we will really look forward to having the assistance of such an amazing healer. When I do Reiki with clients, he is always there. Um, my grandma on my dad's side is my main guide to the sixth dimension and then he assists up to from the 11th so getting extra assistance from Archangel Raphael and all of those so let's also look at the number seven as far as tarot goes I know a lot of you guys out there enjoy tarot if you're a tarot reader um, or maybe just dabbling into self tarot uh, seven can represent the thing we most want but it might come with an unexpected delivery and it can also awaken desires within us. And in tarot, there are five, seven, quote unquote, seven cards. So there's in the major arcana, there's the chariot and the chariot always depicts a coming together of two ideas, right? To move forward. So if there are two opposing ideas, or ways to do something, they can actually be blended to move a situation forward. So forward movement also and travel. The other major arcana, and it's coming through a 16. So six plus one, which equals seven, which is the tower, reduces to a seven. So towers are about big shakeups, things, you know, breaking down, of course, death, right? Um, to have a new. And I encourage you to check into intuitively and or what cards you're using, um, what type of tower moment you're having, okay? Are you the warrior, um, you know, jumping from the tower um, saying, I don't want this anymore. I don't want what this structure has offered me. I want something different or are you inside the tower and it's burning all around you and you're like whoa and you're feeling stuck so pay attention to what kind of tower moment you're having um, it gives us an opportunity to step into that warrior mindset of I've got this I got this I can I can leap right uh, I could throw out a net and I could jump um, to something that's going to 
serve me better, okay? In the minor arcana, the Seven of Cups can represent multiple possibilities, opportunities, which is wonderful. Cups have to do with affairs of the heart of all kinds. And I could see this as it could be multiple possibilities of people or multiple opportunities or possibilities on a situation and how to maneuver within it. There can also be a bit of fantasy and illusion. So look for the balance <laughs> within that. The Seven of Wands, standing up for what we believe in. Yes, please. Fire energy, spiritual. What what hits us at our core? And what are we going to stand up for what we believe in? Here we are in this revolutionary time. Yes, we need to come from this in a spiritual sense. Seven of Swords can be betrayal and deception. Again, having such a, by, a, a polar opposite year of birth and death, I'm hearing discerning. How are we discerning what's deceptive and what's truth? And the seven of pentacles, your hard work will pay off. Our hard work will pay off. Yes, please. I like working hard and having some payoff to all of that work. So an interesting aspect to the year, and I'll go more into this part when we get closer to it, because it happens in March. But I think it's interesting to bring up now. Pluto. The smallest, farthest planet from us, right? In Aquarius, March 23rd to June 11th. And then it retrogrades back into Capricorn until February of 2024. The last time this energy happened was 1778 to 1797, which heralded a huge era of revolution. And we had the abolition of monarchies that created democracies. Well, isn't that already happening? The queen passed away, of course, and we're seeing how not having a monarchy, a woman in charge, how that's going to affect life on a, on, on a, on a, on a world scale, right? And... You know, I always thought, oh, you know, I'd rather have a monarch in for at least some balance of, of power. But with this monarchy, the queen that we had in England, she was upholding such old and oppressive laws that it was stifling to any good, right, that could come. And here we have her grandson, Harry. You know, we have a prince going, nope, not going to play by these rules anymore. Not going to do this. I fell in love and the woman I love and want to spend my life with happens to be half black. And they both do this amazing work 
um, one of the things that they bonded on, um, and they're both so passionate, and I just know that his mom, Princess Diana, would be so proud of her son. I always, when I, and I watched the Harry and Meghan show on Netflix, please go watch. It was amazing. I cried at the end, of course, <laughs> but I know she'd be so proud on the work that she started. And I don't think she realized she started such a huge, um, beginning of what he's now put his foot down to. Right. But I think she'd be so proud. And they had a little boy named Archie. If the kids are so cute, a little girl named Lilibet Diana. Uh, oh my God, I about died. Um, so adorable, but their passion, not just for each other, but for what they're doing um, and their process, I commend them. This cannot be easy. Again, it's so exciting to have these revolutionary times, but also so hard to go through. I mean, they're going through this, you know, no, you know, we're going to ignore you or not value you um, as much as your brother or other members of the family who want to uphold the oppression. So I commend them so, so much. So we're already seeing the starting and that's why I wanted to bring it up now, but we'll go into it more in March. Um, so we see this revolutionary process. Um, and as much as we'll have devastation and a, a bunch of grief, we will all continue, um, to experience and it'll be different though than what we experienced collectively in the pandemic. Um, so we'll still be having this process again. It's new. Even if it's stuff we know needs to happen, what he's doing needs to happen. It's still hard. It's not easy to take the steps and continue on that path. It's the higher, it's the higher ground. You know, this is how, this is how spiritual vibration rate ups because you take the road of integrity, the good of all. So, um, uh, absolutely amazing to watch this happen. And I, um, just rooting for these Harry and Megan and everything they're doing um, for not just um, England, but the world, but the world. Um, so Pluto and Aquarius, then um, the Pluto is represents subconscious forces ruling all that is below the surface. So again, um, the fact that it's, um, you know, retrograding in Capricorn. I mean, things are are coming up. It's like they're unwinding um, with that kind of energy. Here we are coming from the dark of the past two years and embracing shadow. Um, and now we get to take a deep breath. Nice cleansing breath and acknowledge some silver linings, right? So, for example, I'm going to use myself. I moved um, during the pandemic, and it has been harder than hard, but I get the opportunity to heal generational patterns, traumas, and wounds 
with my family, literally in my space, like, well, for me in their space, but, um, you know, going through the motions of snapping, breakdowns, um, joy, um, care, all the things that families go through. And I get to do this close by now because I was two and a half states away. So there's a little silver lining. What's your silver lining? I'd love to hear. I'm going to actually ask that um, on the podcast um, notes. So check that out. And on the Facebook page, the Infinite Dance, the Akashic Podcast. So the word for the year for the collective is ease. I am putting out that we need to find ease through all of it. Through all of it. When we sit with the hard things. Hashtag, we can do hard things. If you haven't checked out that podcast by Glennon Doyle, her wife, Abby Wambach. And Glennon's sister, Amanda. It's amazing. I absolutely love that podcast. Um, Once we've identified, we must then keep going through. Okay? So we have to identify, see it, but then keep going through. Once we've processed, you can't sit in the negative space for too long. Okay? Notice it. You might. It might hurt. It might be sad. It might be anger-filled. Um, but the only way over is through. I've said this a lot. The only way over is through. There's no shortcuts. There is no short. This is the shortcut. Okay? This is the shortcut. Sitting there, noticing, identifying, feeling, and then working through. That's the shortcut. It goes by quicker. I promise. If you don't, If you don't go... Oh my God, that's hard. I'm going to ignore it. I'm not going to bring that up. Oh my God, that's tough. I'm going to go do something else. If you sit with it for a minute and identify and start to transmute, I promise it's quicker. It is absolutely quicker because you're getting to the heart of the matter. The heart of the question. What is making it so tough? Okay. So we aren't meant to linger in those negative spaces. We must find ease. How do we find ease? Through rest. So much rest. If you uh, just rethink your day, right? Again, example self. I started a 30-day yoga journey um, online. Yoga with Adrian. Love her. Um, this is like the third one I think I've done. She's been doing these for well, quite a long time. Um, but... At first I put out, I'm going to wake up early and make sure and do it before work. But hey, we've had some major weather this year, major snow, like consistently lots of snow, like back in the 90s, 80s and 90s, which we haven't seen in this area, not to this extent for this long. And so my commute to work those couple of days, I have to get up a little earlier to make it to work. So I come home and I do it after. And it's great. It's a great way to unwind after work, um, whether it's a little more energetic flow or a calmer flow. Um, so again, if you need that extra rest, give it to yourself. You deserve it. Connections are going to help. So really heart-based, pick your your group of people and stick to them. Um, 
you know, have your people around you, nature, whatever kind of nature you can get into, breathe in the fresh air, um, maybe a, a jaunt in the snow, uh, if it's not too wet, I know our snow is really wet right now, so it's a little uncomfortable to go out in it too long. And I am putting a mantra of the year of the Hapa Up Ono, the Hawaiian um, saying of, I'm sorry, I forgive you, I love you, thank you. And I know if you've had a reading with me, this will come up a lot. I think this is something really good for the collective to sit with, um, to stay in gratitude, to stay in heart space, to acknowledge and let go. Broken death. Let's talk about some good news. Oh, before we go to the good news, well, it's also good news too. But this year is in Chinese New Year, and again, I'll go more into this Chinese New Year in February because they, um, the Chinese New Year happens around the Lunar New Year, which is February, and um, it's uh, the year of the Black Water Rabbit. I'm really liking that energy, Black Water Rabbit dark, well, what's beneath the surface, we're going to get into emotions again, right? All right, so on to good news. Again, I'll hit more on Chinese New Year in February. Mercury is going direct on Wednesday, the 18th of January. Woo-hoo! Again, the Reversal is wonderful because we get an opportunity to slow down and see things in a different way. So now that it's going direct, we have a deeper awareness of how our thoughts had a chance to change, to deal with a certain situation. As solutions become clearer because we are communicating, because we are able to slow down, right, and think, we can communicate more clearly because we stopped and thought about it. And we've got that forward movement. Let's get the movement going forward, please. <laughs> Let's see, Uranus is going direct on Sunday. So Uranus, the planet Uranus, which is the planet to Aquarius, almost an Aquarius season, is the Great Awakener. This mighty planet rules change, revolution, progress, and chaos. Now that Uranus is direct, you're about to be hit with a big dose of Uranian energy. Expect shaking loose of old ideas, beliefs, thought patterns, routines. Yes, this is what we want, etc. Both personally and collectively in support of the deeper truth. Uranus's energy is unpredictable, futuristic, and experimental. Well, these are all kind of things that happen around a revolution or the beginning of revolutionary energy. So that's exciting to have those two planets now going direct, right? Forward movement. We need to really hone in on that chariot energy. 
where we're moving into, taking two ideas and making them a reality. They don't have to be just separate. Boy, this is really, this is a big year. This is a really, really big year for us as a collective. Also this weekend, a new moon in Aquarius it happens on Saturday, the 20th of January. Expect the unexpected. That's what I keep hearing um, when I look it up. I hear innovative, unconventional. Of course, all the Aquarius stuff. Wacky, right? Oh, wacky. Um, which the Aquarians I've known and been close to are the best kind of wacky. You know, it's like that fun, silly wackiness. Um, I have an Aquarius moon. So if you... I guess you probably know this than listening to my podcast <laughs> that I can kind of get into that kind of goofy space. Um, I found a great invocation for the new moon in Aquarius and I'm getting it from the moon tarot on Instagram. So if you want to follow the moon tarot, I invoke the spirit within me to partner with the energy of this new moon to allow love to flow through my entire being. I treat myself and others with genuine kindness and respect. I am building a foundation of peace so I can respond to life with ease. I am grateful for the opportunity to grow. Yay. So some ways to... Um, tap into the new moon and Aquarius energy. Um, think about throat chakra and expressing your truth. Socializing. Visualizing your future. And this can be done with uh, returning to conscious breath work. If you haven't done any conscious breath work, um, I will have a, um, another session here coming up please check the page um, in my website, ancientbodyworks.co, and um, you'll find all the information for various guided meditations and conscious breath work that I offer on Zoom, so you can be anywhere. I am going to start recording these, so they will be available um, after um, they actually happen live. So let's go ahead and recap the Akashic messages for this year. So we've got Archangel Raphael coming in to assist us. God heals. He'll help to heal all the different parts of us going through all the things. We've got a great word of ease. And how do we find ease in our day-to-day -day life? The mantra, the Hawaiian mantra, Hapa'apa'ano. I'm sorry I forgive you. I love you. Thank you. The theme of birth and death with it being a seven year. Revolutionary energy. Information is coming through. And upgrades at lightning speed. Take care again. Be around your people. Seek out groups um, in person or on the interwebs again. I offer stuff if there's other people you're drawn to, really pursue them. You're going to need this um, support for all the changes and to not feel like you're going crazy because you're not. 
it's just happening quickly. And now that we got forward movement in these planets that were reversing themselves for a minute, we're really going to um, need that space to process it all, to process. And again, it's happening quick. So when you rest and you greet the hard to transmute and not divert or sub, um, suppress, then you'll get through it, right? You'll get through that really tough period quicker. That's the um, fast pass. I heard fast pass. <laughs> That's the fast pass to the healing. Um, I like that. I'm going to write down the fast pass. I love that stuff comes as I'm recording because I did do a lot of research and took notes. <laughs> that stuff, stuff keeps coming. See, it keeps coming in fast. Listener support helps to keep this podcast going. If you would like to donate, you can at Venmo or PayPal, and I've got links to both or Zelle um, in the show notes. Um, you can keep in touch with me on Facebook um, as Ancient Body Works or the private Facebook page, The Infinite Dance. And I'm also on Instagram as Ancient Body Works. And I will have more videos coming for uh, that Lunar New Year. So I'm really gearing up, taking my time. Um, if you'd like a private reading, you can reach me at ancientbodyworks.co. I've got that new program that's still going on. Um, if you would like an Akashic reading, uh, you wouldn't have to pay money, but I would ask that it would be a podcast episode and it would be, so we do the reading and the chakra clearing. And then I would check in with you a month later. So it'd be two separate episodes, but a month apart. So if you're into that, send me a message. I would love to hear from you. My guide chip program is happening on the 19th of March. If you're interested in learning more about the dimensions, the archangels, starseed, spiritual vibration, vibration rate, all those things, discarnate souls, really putting some structure around all the information that you have coming in. This is the program for you. So if you've already doubled in, you're curious, um, or you're brand new, um, that space is there for you. And the information's on my website, ancientbodyworks.co. And love to have you there. Again, it will be offered on Zoom. I haven't decided it's either going to be two or three separate, um, two or three separate Sundays, but I'm going to space them out because I really want you to go home and sit with information and have time to process it and take no more notes uh, of your own and then come back. Um, I really think that's one of the best ways to learn as opposed to just getting a pile of information at one time.
So I hope you will continue to peel back the layers of your multifaceted being. And I hope you continue to ask yourselves and each other, may I have this dance?